So one of the other things that we're starting to find too is um, there's a PT over in the UK that's doing, uh, he's getting his PhD in uh, Paul Hansborough, and he's looking at performance in athletes and utilizing the shockwave. And hmm. so he presented in, in Boston again at that conference um, on some of his early findings is what 8% or excuse me, there 50% of the athletes that were testing quad strength on had an 8% improvement in strength three days after application, wow. which that's pretty wild. That's, that's massive. You know? Welcome to the beyond physio podcast, where we help you move, excel and inspire others on your journey to your next level with knowledge and advice from experts and testimonials from our like-minded community. On our show today, I have my good friend, Keith Rode, who is a doctor of physical therapy, owner of Impact Physical Therapy and Wellness out in South Dakota. Keith, welcome to our show. Thanks, Jerry. Nice to be here. And I will correct you slightly. Um, yes. We are, I live in South Dakota, but uh, the clinics are actually in Iowa. So it's just across ah, the border. It's so close. So we're, close. We're, we're, we're kind of South Dakota, but it's Iowa. Cool. <laughs> now let's talk about that, Keith. So yeah. not, when people think about SDSU, they often think about San Diego State University. But yes. you went to the other SDSU. Can you talk about that? I, I went to the real SDSU, the, that what the, the, the proper SDSU, the proper SDSU, you know, the South Dakota State University. And I think mm -hmm. that the, the state university should be able to, they should have that insignia of the SDSU and then um, the, uh, no offense to San Diego State, <laughs> but uh, I think that they should go by San Diego State um, and not SDSU anymore. I think it's, uh, it's only uh. proper that, that the actual state gets the acronym for that instead of us having to be. SD state under it, it should be SDSU, that's South Dakota state. And so San Diego should have to move. I think there's, I mean, it's smaller than a whole state, right? So I, I that makes yeah. sense. I definitely sense some friction there, but <laughs> the reason why I want to bring up, uh, the real SDSU is this is where you took a class, uh, a guided imagery activity, I think it was, and this actually paved the path for you to get onto the road for physical therapy. Is that right? Yeah, that's correct. Um, so, you know, I didn't get into this career because of uh, athletic injuries and things of that nature that I had myself. It was, uh, I was an RA up at South Dakota State, and we had to take uh -huh. these different RA classes. And one of them was this guided imagery activity. And I remember it very vividly. And so it was kind of like a meditation exercise. I remember we were kind of just sitting on the floor, we had our eyes closed and um, there was basically a general moderator or somebody that was narrating a general, you know, this is what's happening. And then you paint the canvas in your brain as far mm -hmm. as what, what you think is what's going on in your life. And I remember, uh, she's like, it's 10 years down the road. What are you doing? Kind of a thing. And I remember it was like six 30 in the morning or something like that. And I was waking up in this house. I was in this kitchen making breakfast. And I'm like, what am I doing up at six 30 <laughs> morning as a 20 year old college student? Unheard of. Uh, yeah, unheard of. I was like, I can't sleep in until 8, 9, 10 o'clock. What's going on? Um, apparently, my brain was telling me that you're going to have responsibilities in the future. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, and then the next day, I remember I was driving home, or not driving home, but driving to work somewhere in the car. Um, I didn't know where I was going. And so it was just kind of this journey that was just, you know, going and going and going. And I didn't know where this path was leading me. And it was very vivid, like a, um, 
you know, like the soap opera and it has like little clouds around the, you know, the borders of the TV screen. Yeah. It's like, where it's like a dream or something like yeah. that. That's kind of what it seemed like. And, um, I remember you're, we were walking down this white hallway. So I'd arrived at my place where I was working. I didn't know what I was doing or where I was at really, but I was this white hallway I was walking down. And then the next thing I remember is that I was helping some lady learn how to walk again in the parallel bars. That's why. And it went and it hit me. I'm like, oh, wow. I said, okay, I'm listening to you. And so to me, that was like a vision. Yeah. Or, you know, it was like God's way of telling me, hey, this is what your, this is what your purpose is. And this is what you're put on this earth to do. And um, so it wasn't the fact that I've had rehab or therapy for my own athletic injuries or issues. Um, mm -hmm. It was really about the, that vision or that piece that struck me. I'm like, whoa, this is, it hit me in my core. I'm like, there's, he's telling me something and, and, I, and I need to kind of focus and go forward with this. I, I love that story, Keith. I actually did not know that about you. And what's really yeah. powerful about that is not only have you had the impact on your patients, of course, on your staff, on your family, you've also mm -hmm. had an impact on my life as a good friend and also a fellow entrepreneur in the healthcare space. So I can see how that vision has really come to manifest and come into fruition to where you're doing some powerful things in the lives of everybody around you. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's, it's been absolutely transformational. And I think that really sets the bedrock and the foundation for, for what we're about, you know, yeah. um, at Impact Physical Therapy is really about just helping people, honestly. You know, I think you ask any healthcare provider and, and the number one thing or the reason why they got into it in the first place, oftentimes is because I want to help people. But I think uh, somewhere along the way, a lot of people kind of get lost mm -hmm. or they kind of forget that, that initial, you know, burning desire, that urge, and uh, whether that's, you know, just a, uh, you know, they, as people grow, they change a little bit, or if it's because they get rooted in a culture mm. or they get overworked, overstressed, and it's become something and that's not fun for them anymore. And so then they lose that passion and, and that desire. Um, and so, so that's something that's very near and dear to my heart and very important. And I protect it, uh, quite, uh, quite extensively at the clinic to make sure that we are giving our all to the people that are coming into our door. These people are trusting us with their care. You know, there's a reason why they're here, they're in pain, they're nervous, they're scared, they're afraid. Um, we're here to do the right thing. Um, and even if that means it's something that, you know, unfortunately we can't fix every single thing, but if we can't help, help them, or we can only get them so far, you know, the, the, the proper and important thing is that we at least have a, we have a helping hand to help guide them to the next phase. You know, it's I, just yeah. not like a, a, a cutoff. It's a, you know, Hey, Let's go this route or, you know, there's some sort of a handoff there. So that way the patient doesn't just feel like they're out in limbo. Like, I don't know what to do. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, and I think to me, it just comes down to uh, doing the right thing. Be, do what's good for the person. Um, do what's right for them. You know, um, just take care of people. Yeah. You know, that really mirrors our approach to at Next Level where, um, and I think you really touched on it, where we're not only trying to help people physically, but we're really trying to provide a whole person approach to make sure yeah. that we can, because there are other areas of, of their lives that we can actually still impact, which is, yeah. you know, whether it's uh, getting to the right mindset, whether it's looking positively about what they have and what they're suffering from. So they do have that hope towards a better future because they are working with our teams and like with your teams as well. So very powerful. Um, so, you know, I wanted to now dive into one way that you and I have both been helping patients, which is using regenerative, regenerative 
uh, technology. In this case, we're yeah. talking about Shockwave. So I wanted to yeah. deep dive into that today on today's episode because at Next Level, we are doing a relaunch of this modality, which we've been using for several years. Um, and we've had now talking to you some very updated protocols and other ways yep. that we can use it even more effectively. So I want to dive into that today, Keith. Yeah, absolutely. No, I mean, shockwave therapy is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Um, you know, if I could dive into my origin story with that a little bit, yeah. uh, I had never even heard of it um, until about two and a half years ago or so. I was in the clinic and I had a, um, had a, had a, had a patient or a, uh, an individual come in wasn't a patient yet or anything, but they'd come in um, for a consultation for a, a chronic patellar tendonitis. And they drove from like, I don't know, 45, 60 minutes away just to come see me. So they came from another another rural community wow. uh, a long ways away um, to my Akron clinic. So I got, you know, the clinic in Sioux City, and then I got another clinic about a half an hour north of that in the small town of Akron, about 2,000 people. So she's just a little bit bigger, about 70,000, 80,000 people uh, in that area. But Akron's like 2,000. So I had this another individual from a small town about an hour away come to see me in Akron. And they had like, um, they've gone through therapy. They had the 10X procedure done mm. on the patellar tendon. And, and uh, they did rehab afterwards. And it really wasn't any better. Mm. It was still giving this kid a lot of problems. And now he was developing symptoms in his other knee. Same stuff. Uh, and it, we were kind of approaching like the state playoff time. He was a senior. He didn't want to miss any time, but he was taking 12 ibuprofen. Whoa. 12 ibuprofen in one setting. Wow. Just to get on the field so he could run. Otherwise, you couldn't even tolerate it. I'm like, you're, wow. it's like he, he's overdosing. Big time. You know, it was a huge concern. And so obviously, I notified um, and expressed my concerns to his mother and everything about this. But, uh, one of the things that they had on there is they, there's this little uh, postcard of, you know, questions to ask and whatnot. And one of them had ESWT on. Mm. I'm like, huh, well, what's this? He goes, I don't know. My mom just asked me to ask you about it. Mm. I'm like, okay. And so right on the spot, you know, I do a quick Google search. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like shockwave therapy. I'm like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I started uh, reading more and more about that and just kind of researching the indications for it. And uh, and so I got more interested in it and I just more ingrained it. And so I, I did about three months of, of deep digging and the research with it. And so I, I, when I look at things, I like to really educate myself, yeah. uh, to make sure I know everything in and out. And, uh, the big thing with this is like, holy smokes, this is potentially another possible way that we could help our patients even better than what we currently are serving them. Sure. You know, looking at it from the standpoint of, um, you know, when I, when I treat somebody, obviously, like we talked about there, we're not always a hundred percent effective. Mm -hmm. Nothing ever is, but, um, those people that, that I'm not able to get where I want them to get to personally, for me, I, I, I log that in the back of my head. That's just the way how I'm wired. Yeah. Um, way. and it's, and it's, it, 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 it sounds kind of morbid to say this, but it's almost like a graveyard, you know? And it's like, uh, of, of people that you, mm -hmm. you weren't, you weren't able to be successful yeah. with or that you fit that you that you feel like you failed right and so it's like you kind of take it personally to a degree mm -hmm. you try to, to separate it as much as you can sure. um but you know so i'm like is this another chance or an opportunity that we could have maybe prevented or helped this person out so that they wouldn't have to go on to this next step to have this these surgeries or they have these issues or they continue to live with this chronic condition that really wasn't there wasn't a surgical option for them and they were just going to have to live in this chronic pain state for the rest of their life. You know, yeah. is there a better way? 
And so shockwave therapy, after doing a lot of research and reading on it, that seemed to be a pathway. And it was something that's not super well known. Now, obviously, it's been growing more and more the last couple of years. I would say the last two years, it's really grown uh, as far as popularity. Uh, but like I had never heard of it. And I actually did a presentation yesterday to the uh, Briarcliff University class, uh, the DPT class there. Those guys are getting ready to go out into their third year onto their internships and stuff like that. And I mean, they've never heard of this stuff either. Um, you know, so it's like, it's still, while it's be getting more traction, becoming more popular, um, it's still not really, really well known. Yeah. Now, a lot of physicians, I think, especially the general docs, don't know a whole lot about it either, but you're seeing more orthopedics um, incorporating this technology into their clinics. Um, podiatry, it's a really huge hit with um, because a lot of the research really is the bulk of the research is really in plantar fasciitis, Achilles syndrome, right. piece. I mean, it's it's absolutely fantastic. The results you get eighty five to ninety eight, eighty five to eighty nine percent effective. You know, um, so it's 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 really really good for that kind of stuff. But uh, but that's where the origin was. Like, hey, this is another way we could potentially help save some of these people from having to deal with this this issue. Can we help more people with this? Yeah. And so that's how I got started with it. And then you know, obviously, talking with you. You know, you you had had it in your clinic, and I'm like, wow, okay, cool. <laughs> right. And so, um, and I just really, um, I leaned on you a little bit when we first got oh, it. Yeah. You know, I had a couple phone calls, I'm like, hey, Jerry, we're just getting this in here. How are you know, and asking you all this kind of stuff. But um, since then, I've just continued just oh, yeah. dig, 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 and dive deeper into it. And I'm a, I'm just a huge shockwave enthusiast yeah. now. Like, there's, I I just love it because it's there's just so many things you can do with it. Um, from a but treatment application standpoint, whether you're treating acute injuries. Um, so anybody that could be just, oh, I got this back pain that came up or the shoulder pain, or specifically if you got an athlete who is having more soreness or maybe they injured themselves and so you want to try to, re to try to minimize downtime in the yeah. season and get them back to action, return to sport as quickly as possible, or to, from a recovery standpoint, to mitigate any kind of downtime that could come on. You know, if they're a baseball pitcher, baseball's in season right now. So if somebody's having a sore shoulder or a sore elbow or something like that, like get in and get a shockwave treatment because your recovery time is going to be so much faster and the likelihood of you developing uh, a tendonitis or some other muscle issue after that uh, is quite sig significantly reduced. Um, so you miss less time. You understand the field, it's a, it's a good thing. So yeah. acute injuries, athletic stuff, but chronic stuff, super powerful with chronic issues. You know, you're talking about degenerative tissues, things that aren't getting the nutrition they need to, to be able to naturally heal. So when we think about the healing process, when we get injured, if we strain a muscle or if let's say we have a bruise or something, there's a, there's an acute injury phase, a subacute, and then there's a, a maturation proliferation mm -hmm. phase, right? Naturally that should happen. Um, and what happens sometimes is these people that have like the, this chronic just ache or pain, it's because for some reason, the body hasn't been able to heal that area the way it normally should. Right. And so what shockwave therapy does is it really allows us to get deep down in there, attack things at the cell level, um, to stimulate that regenerative process. Mm. I love how you went into that. And so, you know, one thing that some patients have asked prior to using shockwave is, well, is this really safe? Uh, will I get hurt because it sounds dangerous? But that's not the case, right, Keith? Yeah, you know, so I mean, it, the term shockwave can seem a little bit scary. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know if there's a different way we could brand <laughs> that, or right. they could, but it always, it always like, 
you know, and, and a lot of times it gets confused with like electric yes, stimulation. Yes, it does. Like, oh, well, I've had that. I've had it before. I'm like, no, no you, you haven't. haven't. <laughs> you haven't. Like we were, the, we were the first clinic in this mm-hmm. area that brought this into their whole, like the whole yeah. region. I'm like, I know you haven't had a shot of it. It's, it's not electricity. It's nothing yeah. like that. That's an acoustic pressure wave, yeah. right? Um, or true radio acoustic pressure wave, I should say. But um, to your point, yeah, it, it does sound a little bit scary, but it's it's not at all, you know, and it's actually quite comfortable. It can be quite comfortable. It does not have to be painful. Um, we experience shockwaves every day in our life. Oh. You know, all the, the sounds and the reverberations that you hear are basically a part of product of shockwaves. Um, when you think of aircrafts, uh, fighter jets, when they go on off and you, they're, they're producing shockwaves, it's energy. You know, if an explosion goes off, you feel the, bl- the energy blast, that's a shockwave. Anything that you're hearing is essentially a sound wave of some sort. Even as I'm talking to you now, there is a sound wave or shockwave that's being emitted. In this case, it's being transformed, transmitted via audio, right? So, it, but it's not intense, right? So it's not like a, a boom, right. ouchie shockwave, but like, um, yeah, it does sound a little bit scary, but when we actually apply it, it should be quite complicated. Uh, so you and I both see quite a bit of active people and athletes. Um, would you say that there are any specific kinds of either protocols or programs that might be effective for somebody like a runner versus triathlete, or maybe even a youth athlete, uh, depending on what they're coming in for, where the settings vary depending on what they are coming in with? Yeah, it, you know, it really does. Um, I think it depends on what you're, what you're going after. So I'm going to go through a couple of different examples if I, if I can. So if you got somebody who is like a triathlete and you're training, this is actually is an absolutely fantastic modality to keep you up to stuff and to anything from like a preventative standpoint to make sure your body is continuing to be optimal. It's, it's healing, it's recovering, it's all those things. So. Um, it, it's an absolute fantastic thing to do in season or while you're mm. training, it's going to minimize any soreness you have afterwards. Cool. Um, so that means you're going to be able to actually train more, um, or have less downtime with your training. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's going to enhance your performance yeah. from that standpoint of things. The same thing from an athletic, you know, triathlete or athletes, but like even if you're in a sport athlete, same kind of thing. It's a great thing from a preventative mm-hmm. standpoint to kind of get in there once a week, or we've even had some people if, if. We've, we've done it like on the beginning of the week and then they have a game, a pretty stressful game, a pretty sore afterward, have them come in and, and give it a, a second time. You know, we want to give a window of a few days between the applications just to allow our body to heal and respond. Um, typical recommendation is one time a week for mm-hmm. shockwave, but I have increased it with some of those athletes before. We've increased the, uh, the frequency yeah. of the dosage and application and we've had really good results. Now, with uh, Keith, I know that you're also involved in a lot of youth sports too. And my question mm-hmm. was, and actually a question the parent asked me before was, well, is it safe on kids, especially with the growth plates in consideration? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's, there's really no side effect outside of, you know, you might have some mm-hmm. soreness and to, to like you would typically have after uh, an intense spot of exercise. So. Yeah, if there's going to be any side effect at all, it, it might be more sore for two to three days afterwards. But other, otherwise, there's really no risk. There's no side yeah. effect. And that's the beautiful thing about it. There's no scarring. There's no anesthesia. There's no like procedure that you have to really do. There's no downtime with it. There's all that kind of stuff, right? You can have it done and you can get out there. You can also even do it day of competition mm-hmm. if you really wanted wow. to. It's, and which would, if you're a little bit sore, a little mm-hmm. gipped up, you know, that's actually going to improve your performance yeah, that's some point. from an athletic standpoint, but, but versus, um, applying it to kids, growth plates, you know, 
uh, what we're talking about with radio pressure, uh, shockwave or acoustic shockwave, right? Um, it, the, the, it doesn't affect mm. the bone. It really doesn't. It's not, it's not high enough yeah. energy to be able to penetrate into the bone to have a, a true effect on that. Um, if you were going to affect the bone, um, you would need focused mm. shockwave, which is a different type of shockwave. We won't talk about that today, but we'll, um, but that's what you would need. But even in that circumstance, I don't think you're going to have a negative effect. It's only going to be positive. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only going to help the proliferation of, of a growth factor, stem cell migration, and, you know, mitochondria stimulation, all those types of things to get osteoblastic activity to help heal. And they've been proven to show that like focus shockwave EMTT has been shown to help with the acceleration of healing of fractures yeah. um, and things of that nature. That's too. pretty wild. Um, you know, I, one of the things yeah. that I learned several years ago, which may not be true today, is that you actually shouldn't be using this near joint replacement prostheses. Or for example, if you had a knee replacement, you shouldn't, need, you shouldn't use shockwave near the site of that surgery. But it sounds to me like things have changed and actually it is pretty safe to use around the tissue. In fact, it actually helps to reduce some of that swelling around that tissue, right? Yeah, yeah, it does. And so, you know, this is where some of the protocols have changed a little bit. Um, especially how we, we develop or apply them in, in our clinic is, uh, you know, after a total joint replacement, it's quite invasive oh, yeah. procedure and you, oftentimes there's a lot of swelling and inflammation. So there could be a lot of time spent, you know, getting that leg elevated and trying to milking that, um, that fluid out the first couple of treatments until they can, you know, we can get some of that out of there so we can start working on more mobility. Otherwise you're kind of climbing up yeah. battle. It's, you're climbing up a, a steep Massive. mountain if you're going to try to improve range of motion and their knees yeah. this big, right? Make sure that they keep that thing to shrink down so that way they can, the joint has room to move and everything yeah. like that. So, um, and that's where this is coming really handy, um, is because it does open the lymphatic mm. system up, you know, it opens up those channels. Uh, there's so many things that we do with this that you know, and I think the research is continuing to evolve and there's so many, uh, applications that we're not even quite sure everything that, that this is really mm. doing yet, I think. Uh, but you hit multiple points in mm. one spot. Um, as you're, as you're doing this, I'm trying to find, uh, I got a slide here somewhere that I presented mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, just to get everything right. But like, I mean, you think about what you're doing from a stimulation yeah. standpoint, I mean, you're hitting the nervous system, you're hitting the circulatory system, you're hitting the musculoskeletal system, yeah. clearly, um, the lymphatic system, the immune mm-hmm. system. So all those processes that you're stimulating while you're doing this, you're not just putting, you know, just going, putting. Yeah. sound waves into the tissue just for yeah. the heck of it right there it is hitting things at a cellular level and you know when we're stimulating that so there's a lot of effects with especially like a total need to get that lymphatic system open up to be able to push that lymph flow out and actually we i just had an acl oh. reconstruction we've been working on and this person is really on their yeah. feet a lot and probably more than what they should be. And I had a good discussion with him the other day. Compliance. <laughs> you know, not, not being under, yeah, compliance because of like, it's just really thick, uh, moderate pitting. Oh, wow. Like, stick it in there. Just, it is really hard and thick. And so, um, we had a really hard time getting some of the swelling about utilizing shockwave though. It was so oh, wow. much easier. And I was able to kind of get that in there and, and I'm using my applicator chip and I'm kind of, I can kind of push it, um, and use those energy beams to kind of push into the tissue and kind of just push it out almost like if you ever swept your garage and then like you sprayed it down yeah. with water and you're using that yes. as a squeegee to push the water away. Uh, That's no, kind no. of what you're doing. Yeah. You can kind of use it, utilize it that way to kind of help push that fluid and inflammation out of there. So that's what we do with our total joints too. 
we can kind of shape how where that fluid's going with it. Um, it's absolutely fantastic for mm. the scar. Total joint, obviously, we got a big incision yeah. on the front of the knee. And, you know, once that thing is fully closed and healed, uh, what we could do is help with any prevention of scar tissue adhesions that could be lying underneath. Because we see this all the time, but what people don't always understand is that this is happening mm -hmm. underneath. And then that can get tethered down and stick into the knee joint and restrict movement. But if we can kind of break that up, make sure that that's not happening. So then the skin can glide. Now we're going to have less problems with range of motion and getting the function back for that individual Definitely. with that knee. And guiding that process too. Um, yeah. So there, yeah. So there's that. You're helping healing the process. You're actually going to guide the soft tissues to, re, to heal faster after the surgery. But like I said, the stimulation into the nervous system. So if they're having quad atrophy or quad firing problems, mm -hmm. it's going to wake the quad up. All right. So you're getting a lot of benefit here. You, you know, we're talking about when we're strengthening things and, um, you know, when we, when we go, I'm going to dip into like blood flow yeah. restriction therapy a little bit. Um, you know, we talk about how we improve strength via blood flow yeah. restriction therapy. Uh, it's because of high, muscle hypertrophy, because it's growth mm -hmm. factor migration via yeah. hypoxia, right? Okay. So what are we doing with shockwave? We are stimulating the tissue. We're engorging it with mm -hmm. blood flow. We're opening up the vascular system, all these things. We have all these growth factors migrating to the muscle now. And we got all this mechanical stimulation to wake the mm -hmm. muscle up. Like it's a fantastic recipe to try to really build some, and enhance That's the strength. Awesome. And I'm so glad you touched on the blood flow restriction therapy. We we're big believers in that. We have been using it for several years now, and it's been amazing for post-operative results, especially um, ACL is like the, the biggest one we use it for, but uh, really in terms of reducing the likelihood of breakdown of the muscle and atrophy. And also getting that person yep. to get back to where they want to quicker, BFR is amazing. I, I feel like that in conjunction with Shockwave and some of these other regenerative technologies have been a real game changer for even our practice. It sounds like it's been for yours as well. Yeah, so I utilize mm -hmm. it a lot. So even if it's like something where they're not having a lot of pain yet and there's a weakness and we want to try to get some strength there, I will do a Shockwave on it for the benefit of a strength mm -hmm. enhancer. And then we'll do BFR with it. And it's absolutely fantastic. Cool. Yeah. So we kind of stack oh, on yeah. top of it, you know. So you're getting a lot of neurophysiologic input into it. And then you're getting all the growth factors. To, you migrate them in there with the shockwave. And then you, yeah. you hold them there. Wow. With the BFR. So the thing's just getting oh, like growth factors, <laughs> you know, um, all these things, muscle amazing. building. It's awesome. <laughs> um, but uh, we, uh, so we do that a lot. And then um, there was one other point I was going to touch on with that. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, uh, it's probably, I'm losing it right now, but if oh, I yeah. come back to it, I'll, Definitely. I'll catch um, with that. What I love about Shockwave too, Keith, and I think you would attest to it, is that it doesn't take a lot of time. It's about 10, 15 minutes per application, mm -hmm. which is great for yeah. time saving and for the massive effect that it produces and benefits our clients. For that little time, what it can do is pretty powerful. Um, the other part I wanted to mention is that, and this is where I want to pull in our good friend, uh, Dr. Tom Padilla out in Arizona, where um, the way we frame this is like, listen, when you come in for something like shockwave, let's just say you had a plantar fasciitis or maybe an IT band syndrome or a golfer's elbow, the thought might be for your client to say that, well, you know, it's, I'm coming in for the shockwave and that's what's getting me better. But really, it's never the thing that gets people better. In fact, I would say shockwave is, although very effective, is a small portion of a very comprehensive um, whole body, whole person approach. And I just want to make sure that clients out there understand that there is a what to your diagnosis, which is what we're treating, 
But what you and I and Tom and Natty and all of our guys, what we're trying to do is figure out what the root cause is to why you've had the tennis elbow, why you had the Achilles tendonitis in the first mm -hmm. place. But we need to make sure that patients know that there's a much bigger equation to what we're doing with just implementing the shockwave to our bigger plan of care. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you hit the nail on the head with that too. And so I think that's, that's something that's really unique, I think, as far as our profession or the environments that we operate in um, and being able to deliver this world-class technology. I mean, let's face it, this stuff is uh, highly innovative. It's top of the class. It's got some really great research that's coming up of it. Um, you know, leaders in the field, you got orthopedic surgeons and, and, and high-end podiatrists that are working with Olympic athletes and professional athletes and whatever else. Uh, the Miami Heat just launched wow. a bunch of this stuff. Um, yeah, they just, they just purchased EMTT and they got Shockwave and all that kind of stuff down through there. Uh, so there are a lot of professional sports teams that are adding this into their rehab as a result. But uh, uh, they're getting back around to where we're going with it. I mean, the unique opportunity that we have as, as rehab professionals is, yes, we have to heal this tissue. So if it's a plantar fasciitis and an Achilles tendinopathy, we have to heal the degenerative or the damaged tissue. And this is going to accelerate that significantly faster. We're talking 45% faster. Right. right. And so in some, in some cases, not every case is that way, but mo a lot of cases it's, it's like, boom, warp mm -hmm. speed, let's yeah. go, you know, slingshot, engage. <laughs> um, do you want to go to <laughs> no, reference there? But, um, uh, but you know, the, the important thing is that there's still, while we can heal the tissue and regenerate it and get it back to, you know, normal function, if we don't ever take care and address of the root issue in the first place, the likelihood or the potential for that thing to come back eventually down the road is a very real thing. So even though we can get this tissue to heal and get you back to close to new again, um, if you don't correct the mechanical yeah. thing or the neurophysiologic thing or whatever the stress is to that tissue, let's say it's a biomechanical alignment type issue, right? And this an Achilles thing. So let's say it's actually probably coming from the hip or the SI joint or something like that, or it's coming from the foot, right? It, we can heal that Achilles. We get everything working properly again. But man, if you got really flat foot and you got uh, a varus, you know, a really bad varus in that thing, I mean, you, you think of a, um, you know, a piece of tape or something like this, and this is your Achilles and this, the bottom of your foot is yeah. doing this all the time. Guess what? That inside part of that Achilles is going to get stressed out again. Yeah. It's going to get inflamed. And then it's going to get, it's going to eventually come back at some point, you know? So while it's absolutely fantastic, and I think game changing tool, uh, revolutionary, because there's so many people that we've had in our clinic where, you know, and I yeah. got a pretty big toolbox and I'm not yeah. trying to pop an eagle or anything like that, but I do have a lot of, you know, as you know, as you get to be uh, in the clinical field, you know, for yeah. over a decade. I mean, there's a lot of techniques and you've had a lot of experience with different things. Um, and so your toolbox continually grows as you're a clinician and therapist. And so I have done things where I've thrown absolutely everything at a patient before and they're still kind of stuck or maybe they're just a little bit yeah. better, but not a whole lot. And then we do like shockwave therapy and it's like, Crazy. oh, I don't have any pain anymore. <laughs> it's like, and I just laugh. I laugh like a little, like a kid, you know, I just yeah. get all like, I'm just so like, you gotta be kidding me. You know, right. it just unlocks the box and like, what in the world? You know, and, but I could say confidently, there's probably been 80 plus, I'm probably on yeah. the conservative side, 80 plus patients in the Siouxland area 
that we probably saved from a surgery that I otherwise would have before shock would have been like in the back of my head. I'm like, this is probably yeah. going to be a surgical case. You know, we'll do everything right. we can to try to prevent it. We'll, we'll do the best job we can, but you kind of have that in the back of your head where like, this is bad enough to like, <laughs> boy, I don't know. We'll, we'll throw everything we can to help you out to try to prevent this thing. But yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you know, but, but I mean, that thing is like the, the thing that, that unlocks the box is crazy. And like I said, I think it's so cool that we have this ability in our profession or in our clinic space to be able to provide this service. You know, we're talking about last line of defense before any kind of surgical yes. procedure would be done. Right. Very I mean, powerful. that is pretty powerful. It's stuff more effective than injections and all that kind of stuff. Right now, let's not talk about like other orthobiologics such as PRP and all the other things. I think all, if oh you can gosh. combine those things yeah. with this, it's even better. Yeah, and so Dr. Uh, Carson Knobloch over in Germany, he presented in Boston at the uh, Institute of Tissue wow. Regeneration Conference. And um, so this is some stuff that he was doing, uh, was actually he was injecting PRP. Um, and, but while he was injecting PRP, he was well, using focus wow. shockwave. As wild. It, yes, he was, as it's coming out through the needle. And so he's stimulating all those places. Wild. Right. And so like they're just, they're just wow. super activated as they're getting, as they're on the way in to get into the joint. And then, um, he was, he was starting to note a pretty good, um, pretty good, uh, effect so, with that. Cool. so, um, <laughs> but that's crazy. So yeah, for, for those that don't know, PRP stands for platelet rich protein. Um, and so it's a, a orthobiologic that, uh, physicians will utilize to help stimulate that basically draw blood. Uh, and yep. they will spin it and basically inject it back in to stimulate a healing process or regenerative process yeah. inside the body using your own, yeah. you know, using your own thing. So, um, but, uh, yeah, pretty cool deal. um, you know, I want to go to some case studies because, uh, speaking of surgeries and preventing or helping people not have to go through surgery, we had someone a couple of years ago where. Uh, she arrived with calcific tendonitis. So she had, uh, for anyone out there listening, uh, basically calcium growing on her biceps tendon in her shoulder was quite painful. So she did a VO4 x-ray and they found the deposits there. She came to us. We did, I think it was six sessions actually, Keith. And after six sessions, she wanted to go back. Uh, she was asked to go back to see the ortho. And he was like, what are you doing? And she's like, well, you sent me to PT. He's like, because your calcification is gone. And so there was, I wish I had the x-rays, but I mean, clearly there was a uh, before and after effect that was markedly different from what she came in with. And of course, like we said before, that was just the tip of the iceberg because what was it that caused her to get the, that uh, calcium tendonitis in the first place? We had to address a lot of shoulder and thoracic biomechanics to be able to get all that better so that she wouldn't have to have this again. Um, so, but the shockwave is a great right. helper in getting her past the symptoms of the pain so we could do things in rehab. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah no absolutely and we actually had a similar case jerry and you're i know you talked to me about that one before and, and we had yeah. one this last fall um we had a, a patient we had seen ah. her before two years prior and she had shoulder pain and you know it was like eh wasn't really getting a whole lot better and she ended up going to the orthopedic um ended up having a calcin mm. in the supraspinatus and so i'm like well well yeah that's why i wasn't I getting that, you know and so they did a uh, round of injections, you know, to try to see if that would dissolve the calcium deposits. And I believe, uh, you know, the first two injections helped out fairly well for this individual. And then the set, third mm -hmm. one, it really didn't do much, still having pain. Um, and then, so they ended up coming back to see us for 
therapy because this shoulder was bottom and now the other one was starting to bother them and it was more of a tendinopathy yeah. on the other one. Uh, but the, you know, so we were doing shockwave to both sides and the side that had the calcific tendonitis, I mean, she was done amazing. in three visits and she yeah. was completely pain-free. And so I'm like, you know, it's like, gosh, I, I'm not, not that I want you to go back and get an x-ray from your computer. <laughs> I right would now, love to I'm see really that fascinated <laughs> to see. I would like to see what this looks like, you know, but, um, you know, at the end of the day, functionally, she's, she's perfectly fine in that shoulder. She doesn't have any issues. She's still not having any issues. And it's amazing how yeah, fast absolutely. this stuff can work. So really let's shift gears a little bit because, uh, this was a, a little bit, uh, entertaining for me to hear but also seeing the efficacy. So, you know, in my mind, if people out there are concerned about the way they look and about carrying fat in different areas, um, I can see why people will go this route. But I was surprised because you told me that this is actually has been shown to be effective in dealing with quote unquote cellulite and areas of your body where they're unwanted fat. And it is showing up in a lot of Medispas. Mm -hmm. My only concern with that was that, you know, is this person really trained in their anatomy? Do they know what they're doing is my only concern. But if they are, I guess that's, that's one other way of looking at it. But tell me about how Shockwave has now been used in aesthetics. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the, the use of acoustic pressure waves is kind of revolutionizing a, a, a bit of the, the aesthetics um, population there. It's the great thing mm -hmm. about it is it's non-invasive. Right. And so there's no, again, no scarring, no downtime, no none of this stuff. And as we, we seen in the orthopedic world of things, um, it does fantastic yeah. for scars. You know, it does fantastic for obviously regener regeneration of all tissues, but really what, what's it's really doing mm. is a lot of collagen resynthesis. Right. And so, um, and that's where we're seeing it. So we can actually take away wrinkles in the face or you can address cellulite in the legs or oh, buttock yeah. area, or you can, you know, lift the abdomen up, you know, if you got that overhang a little bit, or if you had wow. a cesarean section, um, those individuals who had cesarean sections, we can work on the scar to help improve that and, and kind of remodel mm. the tissue, tightening up a little bit through that area. Um, same thing with yeah. uh, mastectomies, you know, individuals who may have had uh, you know, a mastectomy from mm. breast cancer. Um, there's a lot of scarring sure. that can happen because of that, a lot of restrictions that we can really help with those individuals and really kind of help from a I cosmetic standpoint to improve their yeah. quality of life with things. And so it's just fantastic. But, you know, with anything, it's a, um, you know, you yeah. have to put your work in with it as well, you know? So like if we're, um, going after you're treating it for, uh, fat reduction or body shaping or cellulite reduction and stuff like that. Like you, while this is happening, we're reformulating and changing the cells, right? But um, you still have to eat a, a proper yeah. healthy diet and, you know, exercise and stuff like that is important because you can't like expect to have this, this done and like, right, right. like <laughs> McDonald's and Burger King and eat cheeseburgers and expect, expect you not to. Hey, it's not working. I don't know what's like going on, you know, like, pack, what do you, you mean? <laughs> I yeah. agree with that. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So you, yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. Say, you got to take care. You know, of it's funny. I was thinking about how we can incorporate this into a, a definitely a wellness and weight loss program. And for sure, it's got to include obviously mm -hmm. nutritional consideration, maybe functional medicine to uh, physical therapy. If you've had some, you know, limitations over time and then using the shockwave to help with some of this reduction on the surface level would be really helpful for people on their path towards getting to where they want to look and feel the way they want to be. Yep. Yep, absolutely. So, 
No, I, and I think that's a great thing, you know, because yeah. it's really about building confidence um, in, in who you are as an individual person or what you want to, what it is that you're looking to achieve. You know, ultimately we're here to help guide you to your goals, whatever your goals are, what the outcome is you're looking for, then um, it's a, it's a nice pathway uh, sure. to just do some. Um, Keith, it's been awesome connecting with you and learning more about your past. Um, I think we nailed a really, some really good points about Shockwave that I really want our audience to tune into, which are, it's safe and effective. It is non-invasive. Um, yep. It can help with a myriad of conditions from tendonitis to swelling to painful areas that are acute or chronic um, to uh, even post-operative mm -hmm. kinds of issues. And we can even help this, uh, help yep. a lot of people in a fast amount of time because it's being used as part of a larger program. And finally, it can help make you look better. So there is no way, yeah. It can make you look better and it can Amazing. help you strengthen too. Yeah. So I just remember the last point that I was going to say earlier is um, from a recovery thing like we talked about, but it's, it's absolutely fantastic to do. So one of the other things that we're starting to find too is um, there's a PT over in the UK that's doing, uh, he's getting his PhD in uh, Paul Hansborough and he's looking at performance in athletes and, and utilizing the shockwave. And mm. so he presented in, in Boston again at that conference um, and some of his early findings is what 8% or excuse me, 50% of the athletes they were testing quad strength on had an 8% improvement in strength three days after application, wow. which that's pretty wild. That's, that's massive. You know, so massive, yeah. not, not only are we helping heal people and all the things that you had just discussed, but we're also helping improve their performance, um, their strength and all these types of things. So, I mean, it's just a fantastic, uh, tool to be able to utilize to help people. Um, from acute to chronic pain conditions, you know, plantar fasciitis, Achilles tendonitis, it's absolute money for, but we yeah. see it for so many other things, you know, hip pain, uh, SI joint, lower back pain, you know, any, any kind of pain really like neck, cervical stuff. A lot of times yeah. people get a lot of pain up through here. They got a lot of trigger points it's for the carry the stress. It's absolutely fantastic to help and release the tissues up through there, you know, golfer's elbow, tennis elbow. Uh, shoulder pain, rotator carpal cuff tunnel issues. syndrome too, right? Carpal tunnel syndrome, yeah. yes, carpal tunnel yeah. syndrome, decker veins, uh, tenosynovitis, which is the tendonitis yeah. in the in your wrist here. Um, mm -hmm. it's it's absolutely fantastic for any kind of muscle tendon problem. I love that, uh, Keith. Thank you so much for sharing your expertise. Yeah. And uh, how can people listening to our show get in touch with you if they are in the Akron or Sioux City area of yes Iowa? Yes. Yes. Alive. Yes. Uh, so they can uh, get in contact with us. They can go to our website at www.impactptwellness.com mm -hmm. or, you know, certainly they can give us a call 712-560-0460. Um, you can also look us up, Impact PT Wellness on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Uh, we do have things there as well, too. And you can direct message us via those routes. Sweet. All right. So question for Dr. Rode. If you won the lottery, but in order to collect, you had to continue to work a full-time job, what would that job be? And it cannot be the job you currently do. Ooh. That's a good one. Boy, and it can't be related to the field? No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. So I would say... Um, <laughs> Oh, yeah. I do like tacos. All the tacos. Um, Ooh, yeah. You know, I like I like um doing lawn work. Um get out of here. So yeah, something like that would be fun. Wow. Or um or engineering. 
Ooh. you know, I, I think that would be kind of fun also too. Uh, there you go. How about That's you? Cool. Me? Oh, I would. Yeah, uh, back on you. Turn oh my goodness. Around. I would, there's so many things I want to do, Keith. I would love to, I would actually love to own a food truck. And I actually thought about this. So I love Polish food and I love Korean food. And I thought with a good friend of mine who's Polish, if we had a food truck called Kimchi and Kobalsi, because the foods pair so <laughs> friggin' well, it's, it's crazy. But uh, that's my dream far, far away. <laughs> you know, I, I, I've had this discussion with a buddy too. Um, yeah. Reg is a big bike race across Iowa mm-hmm. in, in July. Yeah. And um, we've teased with the idea of, you know, following along and going on these stops and, and bringing like the Normatex units and oh, everything along yes. with us. And yes. we have a food truck with yes. tacos and tuna. Oh, oh, I, oh, I like that. <laughs> so I thought, I'm glad you said that because we wanted to do something where we do, you know, you come to the food truck, but you have a workout of the day that's there. You got to do the workout mm-hmm. and you get a discount on your meal for that day. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. I love it. Get a tune up, you get yeah, fast, fast. <laughs> Keith, there's something to this, man. We got to get on this somehow one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Keith, thanks so much for joining us again. And for our listeners yes. out there, thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you'll like, share this episode with any friends who are interested in Shockwave. Take care. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks. Cool. Thanks so much for tuning into today's episode. It really does mean a lot to us. And don't forget to like, share, subscribe, or comment if you got at least one or two helpful insights or takeaways to help you get to your next level.